Hi friends, I'm Paige. And I'm Abby. And welcome to a Love Like This podcast. It might sound really simple, but today we're going to be talking about my tattoo. For those of you who didn't know, I have a tattoo on my left wrist towards the bottom of my arm and it says the simple word Psalm 23. It acts as a really strong reminder to me of who God is in my life and everything that he's done in it. Also, guys, if you didn't know already, a love like this is now on Patreon. So if you want to support the podcast, have exclusive access to episode polls and have your name mentioned each week, make sure to check out the link in this week's show notes. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed and enjoy this week's episode. So the story behind this tattoo is kind of funny. I remember since I was 15 leading up to 16, I wanted a tattoo really badly. Um, So of course, the first place that I went to to look for some ideas was Pinterest. I saved all the cute ones. There was definitely a moment in time where I wanted a huge palm tree right above my elbow. Nothing against palm tree tattoos. It just didn't really mean anything to me at the time. There were a couple finger tattoos I wanted, some behind my ear as well. But as I got older and my sister also got tattoos, I actually realized something. If I get a tattoo, this is going to be on my body for the rest of my life. But instead of being scared on that thought and backing out of the idea, it made me think deeper about what I really wanted. So about 10 months ago, I finally got one. And I'm so glad that this is the one. So here it is, Psalm 23. God, my shepherd. I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid. When you walk at my side, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I am back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. There is so much love, comfort, and adoration in this psalm. This psalm echoes the care that God has for his people, the immense love and depth that only God can hold and give, and it's something that we can receive. You know, David, the man who wrote this psalm, he was the youngest of eight sons of Jesse. Um, And as a young boy, David would tend his father's sheep. It's pretty wild that he later became known as King David. Um, So in the Holy Land, sheep would graze around at 4 a.m. and walk around slowly until about 10 a.m. Around that time, the sheep are hot, they're thirsty and lethargic. So the shepherd would lead them to a cool and shady place where they could rest and digest the grass that they had just been eating. The opening line of this psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, it sums up the psalm in its entirety. We're talking about the Lord, a person, God, God with a name. I can call upon him now, here, present tense. He isn't, was, or he will be. He is here and now at this very moment in time. You see, if you could receive that very truth, the world would look very different. He isn't just with you, he's yours, your Lord. So Jesus is called the Good Shepherd in the New Testament. And when I think about the character of the man that he was, he was a Good Shepherd indeed. The only man who could steward such love straight from heaven here on earth. You see the world, humanity, us, 
needs someone who cares for us, and that indeed is Jesus. So more personally, I experienced a severe panic attack about two years ago. It was a crazy moment where I couldn't breathe. Well, I felt like I couldn't breathe. And if there's anyone out there who can relate, it's really scary. But this psalm, this passage of truth, says you let me catch my breath and you send me in the right direction. You see, the world will try and steal your breath and it'll push you in the wrong direction. In this psalm, David is the sheep. We are the sheep. David learned to trust his shepherd just as we should too. That's the changing moment. Something shifts, it hinges from that realization that God, I don't need a thing. I just need you, God. He is our shepherd and we're the sheep. Something that also stuck with me when I first heard of the message was, he would leave the 99. When there is one lost sheep, one that wanders off, he will find it and he'll bring it home. And he would leave the 99 just for you. You're that one. He's a pretty good shepherd in my eyes and has been from that ever since moment that I met Jesus. Find comfort in this passage. Let it guide you and let it be the foundation, the understanding of who God is and will be forever. There's a deep peace and comfort that ignites like immediate joy and peace. Ultimately, this Psalm is in fact a replica of a shepherd. It sticks by me, it guides me, it reminds me of the fresh air that he so freely gives to my lungs. This leaves me beside still waters, makes me lie down in green pastures. This Psalm, it saved me. It saved me from a very dark place and it can save you too. This Psalm is found in a place that the world could never offer you. You see, we're fed with lives every single moment of every day. But this is actual truth found in John 31. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Freedom. <laughs> That's what you find in this Psalm, in his word and in him. This very Psalm reflects the God that I serve and love, but most of all, the God that loves me and loves you too. This is on my arm forever and it's staying there for as long as God is staying with me. Well, Paige, thank you so much for taking time and just sharing like a deeper meaning behind Psalm 23, the whole tattoo situation. You were so excited when you got it, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Did it hurt? Mm-hmm. I know, I remember that day so clearly. I was trying to act all cool and then <laughs> the pen in my arm, I was like, oh. I know. And I'm like way too indecisive to ever get a tattoo. I was also so. sweating. Like I was, like my hands were dripping with sweat and then there was blood and we <laughs> I was going to say, you should, no, talk yourself up. Like, yeah, I was tough. Like, But yeah, I was tough. Didn't hurt at all. Didn't hurt at all. It was fine. It was so cool. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ink now. What meaning does, like, why did, because like anyone can, anyone can get a tattoo. It can be reminded of a memory or a time or mm. a message that they live by. You know, like Mia has like, go like God tattooed on her wrist to be a reminder to her. But obviously you don't have the entire psalm written out on your arm. Mm. So why is it such an important reminder <clears throat> for you? Um, well, for me, it, <laughs> it's kind of cool because it, it gives me permission to look at it and be like, oh, can I recite the whole thing like by myself without, you know, the Bible open in front of me? And I've been able to do that. It's actually kind of cool because I'll be in public and people would, would re recognize it. Mm. And I'll be like, oh, wow, Psalm 23, like why that? It actually happened to me at the dentist the other day. 
And our dentist was like, oh, why did you pick Psalm 23? And, you know, we've never been to this dentist before. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, Jesus, like, this is cool. (laughs) And I feel like as you look at it and you do recite it, it's like you are reminded of all of the truths within that psalm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, and I wanted it in this particular spot as well, because when my arms are up in worship, I can look at it as well, Mm. because it was such a significant moment in time. And that verse just kind of summarizes my entire testimony, like my Mm. entire just journey. And I love the ending of the psalm. What's the last line? I'm in, I'm back in the house of God for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Like, how can I, because I love Psalm 23 so much. What does, if I take Psalm 23 and I apply it to my life, What does living by Psalm 23 look like? Well, I think it comes with, I want to sound like Ben Johnson here, but I think it comes with humility because when you think about it, it acknowledges that like, okay, if I look at my life, like I'm the sheep, there's a shepherd, there has to be a shepherd. So Mm -hmm. it almost like enables you to be led by something that is beyond yourself. Mm. And I particularly love um, in the passage where it says, um, you lay me down. What is it? You lay me down. Green pastures. Yeah, in green pastures. And I think, again, that's just a reminder of the whole be still and know that I'm God kind of thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, and if you live by that truth every day, then you know that like he's able to bring you, you know, besides still waters and quiet your mind into peace and pasture. Yeah, and I think even to go deeper, when you think about it, it's actually crazy because like if I explain it in the episode, but when you think about it, um, a shepherd has that place for the sheep to go. Like that's mm-hmm. a part of like his job is mm-hmm. to like bring the sheep, you know, like they're in the sun all day mm-hmm. and everything like that into a place where there's shade um, and where they have time to digest the food and everything like that. And, and so when do you, you think know, about it, how cool is it that God has that place? Mm-hmm. And do you know something cool? Do you know why? Like when a sheep runs off. And he is that place. Yeah. And say like one sheep runs off from the 99 and explain you know, that to the you. shepherd goes after the one. Yep. Do you know why they carry them on there? Is it to build bond of trust or something with the blood? Like it's, they feel the, the... They feel... I don't know the science behind it, but I heard it at one time where it was like it builds called to this bond of like, oh my gosh, I don't know the science behind it, but now I'm really curious. I it think said it's something, something about like... Is it about your pulse The or? bond of trust, just knowing that it's there or something like that. But something scientific happens from yeah. anything. Yeah. And particularly going back to the whole humility thing that you said about how, you know, I think I'm reminded by why I should be living with humility every single day mm-hmm. when it says you know it's it's literally saying like God my shepherd mm-hmm. so it's you know proclaiming that you know God you're my shepherd mm-hmm. and then it says I don't need a thing <laughs> like isn't that so good mm-hmm. and then I love how it says um even even when the way goes through death valley I'm not afraid when you walk at my side and I just feel like yeah I feel like this psalm is it's really relatable to your story page with your whole anxiety attack and when you needed God to help you catch your breath. You know, I witnessed that. I was in the room with you. But I think this psalm is literally sums up what Christian faith looks like. This is what living with Jesus really looks like, this entire psalm. And I love that it's a reminder on your wrist every single day that you can go back to to remind yourself of that truth. Going back to the part where you said, God, my shepherd, like mm. I don't need a thing. That whole thing, I kind of look at it, it's almost like praise and then position. Because like you say a praise, like God, you're my shepherd, like that's a praise. And then you position yourself in a place of mm. almost like, I said this before about humility, but it's almost like surrender. Mm. Do you get that? Yeah. How it's, yeah, you're positioning your place kind of like on your knees. Mm. Yeah. And isn't it crazy that the Bible uses sheep as a as mm. an analogy? Because I'm pretty aren't sheep like really dumb? 
Like, are they really dumb? <laughs> they don't do much. They don't do much. And I love how it says, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. My favorite psalm of all time, it's super duper long, so I probably won't read it out, but one of the things in my favorite psalm, which is Psalm 119, if I were to ever get tattooed, this is probably um it. But I love how it says, barricade the road that goes nowhere. Mm. Grace me with your clear revelation. I choose the road to somewhere. I post your road signs at every curve and corner. I grasp and cling to whatever you tell me. God, don't let me down. I'll run the course you lay out for me if you'll just show me how. And I, I just think, I love I love the psalms so much. I love it. I think it's I think it's crazy that they were that they are songs. Um, but I love the fact that I'm just going back, you know, when I'm reading Psalm 119, I read that passage about, you know, barricade the road that goes somewhere, I choose the road. Sorry, barricade the road that goes nowhere. I choose the road to somewhere. I know in my life I've seen doors close. I've seen paths blocked, people tossed out of my life. You know, certain every every single person experiences that feeling of being let down, that feeling of, you know, having a door slammed in your face or opportunities not opening up or whatever that is. And I think I love that next statement, how it says, but I choose the road to somewhere. And it's in that knowingness that, yes, doors might close, yes, you know, roads do go nowhere, but God is telling you like to choose the road to somewhere. And that is by following like his path and his directions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I love about Psalm 23 is that that whole thing that you said about, but was it praise and position? It's like, if you position yourself in such surrender to let him be the one to guide you in your life, then that's what living a life abundantly. Mm. And I, I said this before, but I think there's something, there's so much depth in this one little psalm mm. that encompasses all of who God is. I'll go back to that that anxiety moment. Um, but there actually was a time in my a time in my life where I spiraled, you know, and like you get a negative thought and then it just kind of goes down and down and down, and then you just feel terrible. I remember that night I said this, I've said this before, um, but I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Like I literally was like, if this is how you're going to choose to live your life, that is a gift to you, then you don't deserve to live at all. And so how I, the thoughts kept putting pressure on my chest and then the pressure got heavier and heavier Mm. until I actually I physically couldn't breathe and and I said this before but if anyone um, has experienced the panic attack they know this feeling and it's scary as heck Um, and so it got real dramatic real quickly so again like I was crying I was shaking I was vomiting I felt like I couldn't breathe and I heard this thing from somewhere that apparently before you die you get like flashbacks of your whole life and so I literally was in bed and this was after the ambulance arrived yes the ambulance had to come so was mom and dad it it just got it got really out of hand really quickly and then it was a very eventful night and I remember just trying to think about all these things in my life because I was like I'm gonna die like God's gonna take my breath away because I don't deserve to live this life because I'm living it in such small horrible ways And then I woke up the next day and I was fine. And so I just can't believe that like one single thought just like, man, it just um, dominoed effect. Like it was a domino effect and then spiraled down to this dark hole. And so this psalm, it's not, it's not a lie. Like it's not what that thought was that sparked that anxiety attack. It's like actual truth. Like I can't say, I can't stress this enough. There is nothing more true 
than the word of God. Like this is truth. Um, and so this psalm just like pulled me out of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's, it was, it's just the best. It was the best. And I think your anxiety attack is such a firsthand, um, you know, example where your mental health really affects your physical health. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, your brain, I didn't even know that the science behind this but like if you have a thought like everything it affects your digestive system it affects your that's why I vomited that's why people vomit when they have things like this Mm. or they feel weak or they feel really tired it's like it all plays a part and that's from Mm. how insane is that it's from a thought in your brain I want to go back how related to your to your sermon to that day you preached Mm -hmm. and I know we're only talking about the one time she preached but can I just tell you that like I mean Paige hasn't had the opportunity to preach since that moment but like yesterday for an example I was in such like just a dark head space I don't know I'm still human we have a podcast we're preaching on love preaching on faith but I'm still human and I still have bad days and yesterday was just particularly not a great day for me and I just remember Paige just going to preach a page is what I call her and she preached at me and like she fueled my soul she fueled my motivation and I'm like dang like I don't care who you are but like Paige you need to be doing this more so Related, relating back to Psalm 23, your entire individual journey, your entire, you know, um, your opportunity to figure out what your purpose was when you preached. How is, what, what did Psalm 23 do for your preach? How does that, how do they align? Well, I remember like when I first read Psalm 23, since that moment, it, it like stuck with me. And then it almost like it built up my confidence because I was building up on the foundation of truth. And so it was so firm. And so like, I've got this kind of thing. And it was like, it, it gave me the confidence to know that like, God, like God's got me, you know what I mean? He's done that with this Psalm and he's used this Psalm in my life that like I can easily preach right now. Um, alrighty guys, I think we're going to cap it there, but we, um, we both hope, we all hope that, um, you guys got, uh, felt encouraged from this episode. I know it was a little weird and different, um, but it was something that was on my heart and something that I get a lot of questions about. And I thought this would be a really good time just to like speak on it and share it with you all. And, um, I want to encourage you guys to go back and study Psalm 23. <laughs> Not study, just open and get a tattoo. Get on your phone, get the Bible app, go on Google, whatever you want. If you're interested in reading the Psalms, highly recommend it. They're super easy to understand. If you're reading the message version, it's truth, it's life-giving, um, it's encouraging. And yeah, we hope you guys have the best week ever and we'll see you guys in next week's episode. In today's episode, we touched on some pretty incredible things. Firstly, how Psalm 23 has absolutely changed my life um, and how my tattoo reminds me every day of who God is and everything that He's done in my life. And secondly, if you have faith in everything, um, you will know that God is in control and that He is the shepherd and that we are the sheep. We hope you have the most incredible week and even more incredible spring season. Go for a walk outside, smell some flowers, Heck, grow some flowers and we'll catch you guys next week.